What do we really care about? <laughs> Garth Crooks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my girlfriend was just uh, making a mud cake. So the uh, the microwave was whirring around, making noise. So I wanted mud I wanted cake. to wait to hit record until she made that. You ever had a mud cake? Is it chocolate? I think it's like chocolate. It's like you put in a load of flour and water, maybe some milk into a mug. Is it a mug? Is it mug? <laughs> oh, a mug cake. I thought you no, said... No, I thought... I thought no, I think m- it is mud because it looks like mud. I don't know. That's for next week. No, it's got. <laughs> it's got to be. It, I, I've heard of a mug cake, as in you put the stuff in a mug and then you eat it out of the mug. Oh well, it's a bloody mug mud. now. I thought it was mud. Um, it's good to be back. We've had a little break. If you're wondering why we had a little break, um, I, I, effectively we had our own winter break, didn't we? Like the footballers yeah. do. Just a couple of weeks later. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we we haven't been well. No, and unlike Arsenal, we didn't go to Dubai and we didn't practice how to take corners. We very much uh, were a bit run down and needed to rest our voices as the ultimate pros we are. So for this week, Henry, I thought, how good is this? We'll keep talking as always on this podcast uh, for the length of sort of a half time break would be. Until you hear the final whistle, but it's not any old whistle. This is usually a clip that is doing the rounds or something reminiscent of football. And this week, it is all about Brighton's assistant manager, Andrea Maldera, who was filling in for uh, Deserby at Brighton on the touchline at the weekend because Deserby was getting, he was having a dentist appointment. Did you see that? Brilliant. Getting his tooth pulled out. Um, So the assistant manager was in and he is his first time ever like shouting at the players. And this is what happened. Yes, sorry for my voice. The next game it is on the bench because for me, I can't stay. I lose my voice. So particularly apt as we've had a bit of time off because of our voices. And when you hear that, it's the end of the show. Now, Henry, we're back. What do you got to tell me? First of all, I didn't know that's why Deserby wasn't there. And second of all, do you think that could be the clincher of him getting the Liverpool job? Maybe he's gone to get his teeth done like Klopp. Oh, I love that theory. Just watch this space. Watch this space each week on Match of the Day when Deserby gives his interview. He might have a baseball cap on one week, glasses, (laughs) big teeth. If he does, he's the next Liverpool boss. Um, I'm glad you're sounding quite chirpy about this all. Are you, are you finally sort of over... Not over Klopp, obviously. You've still got like three <laughs> months of it. Yeah, over him. Discard him. Still in four I'm, competitions. I, I'm, I'm over all of it. No, I think... Um, I just don't think you can get too down about these things, can you? And the options look good. Deserby's decent. Um, I, I still got this little Mourinho wanting in my in my belly. I don't know why. I just you think it'd be complete... Mourinho. I just think it'd be complete carnage, wouldn't it? Jose at Anfield for six months, whatever. <laughs> Bring the uh, circus to town. I mean, it depends what kind of supporter you are, but I reckon you're at <laughs> 0.001% of supporters that would be up oh, for that. I don't know. It's a bit better, at least, than when like a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend breaks up with you and it's just like, it's over immediately. No girlfriend or boyfriend goes four months to go, I'm going to leave you in four months. I'll find you a, a replacement. It, 
He's leaving you in good hands. Yeah, that'd be an interesting proposition, wouldn't it? A Channel 4 could pitch this as a reality TV show. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Josh, this is something that I've wanted to talk about on the podcast for a while now, because you remember at the start of the year, I kicked off the year at London Road, watching Peterborough versus Leeds in the FA Cup. I wrote a little article called Posh Away Days, and it has been published on www.northernsoul.me.uk if anyone wants to read it. Uh, But following this, in the article, I wrote about having Waitrose sausage rolls. Um, It's a tradition of of who I was with, Ben and his dad Mick, they buy a bag of Waitrose sausage rolls and hand them out at half-time. It's a weird one. How do they get them in? Are they allowed that? (laughs) Oh, mate. There's no metal detectors, is there? And there's no metal in sausage rolls, famously, (laughs) so you're fine. No, no one's bothered down at London Road. But the Scouse foodie has been on our Instagram and has said, you haven't lived until you dip your matchday sausage roll into your bovril. This is right up my street. It's basically like a pie, right? Like, yeah. Because sausage rolls can be a bit dry sometimes. So, hey, we spoke about my bovginity uh, on the first episode of this, <laughs> and I am now gagging to team it up with a sausage roll. Yeah. I think I need some more bovril in my life. It shouldn't just be on match days, because I do see it in the shop. You can get a little jar of it. But now I'm thinking maybe I should wake up each day with a bovril. Forget the coffee. Maybe <laughs> bovril is what we need. We should make it a thing in the morning. You've got your tea, you got your coffee, got your bovril, Josh. You're going to be needing to brush your teeth after that before you go to work. <laughs> i got no one to kiss. Valentine's Day this week. No one to kiss. I might as well have bovril breath. Hey, you say no one to kiss, but going from Valentine's Day, I saw you had a big anniversary recently, didn't you? I mean, you might have kissed him, I don't know. It's just a picture I saw. Yeah, this was on my Facebook. I rarely go on Facebook these days, but I'm really glad that I did. Uh, This month marks an 11-year anniversary for me uh, to the day that I met Liverpool legend John Barnes. Uh, He's a cool guy, isn't he? I didn't do the rap at him. I was going to say, that's that's that's... exactly what I probably would have done if I'd had a few beers. I met um, Teddy Sheringham at an England viewing party recently no well not recently last world cup and uh it was only before 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 an alcoholic beverage had touched my lips i didn't even think of approaching him and after england won five nil whatever it was and i had about five nil worth of pints i went over and got a picture of him and he looked very similar to john barnes in that photo not too happy (laughs) now josh have you heard of a band called the last dinner party Yes, I have. I saw them. Um, I had a stint on the sidelines when I broke my wrist playing football last year. And uh, I didn't do very much for a few weeks because I had a broken wrist. And one of the things I did do was go on a solo gig to watch them. So I've actually seen them. Any good? Very good live. Very theatrical. Great performers. One of their songs is on the latest EAFC. So I've Ah. probably heard it 360 times on my loading screen. So... You could say I'm well acquainted. Have, have, you, have they been a new discovery for you this year? Well, one thing, they're kind of perfect for halftime sandwiches. They've got dinner in the title, The Last Dinner mm, Party. It. So it's sort of on brand. But also there is a niche little football link. So after their music was played on an episode of the BBC's Football Focus, 
Garth Crooks, <laughs> the legend that is Garth Crooks, cited the band as potential future stars. Now, my Monday morning routine is always sitting on the toilet reading Garth Crooks' <laughs> Team of the Week. That's very I, apt because sometimes it deserves to be sat on the toilet. <laughs> it is my religion and I always scroll to the Liverpool players first if they're in there. Uh, but I love it. Love Garth Crooks. And what he said about the last dinner party is the most Garth Crooks thing. He stated in his weekly Team of the Week column that these fine young women are making really exciting pop music. Lovely stuff. <laughs> which is, is bordering on Alan Partridge as well. So thank you for that, Garth. And he's not wrong, is he? They're, they're making some really exciting pop music. They are, but I, I love the fact that, you know, they'll be, they'll be waiting at the weekend when their albums come out. What are the critics saying? What's Enemy saying? What's the, oh, the Guardian have reviewed it. Aren't they giving a good result? No, 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 no. What do we really care about? <laughs> Garth Crooks. <laughs> <laughs> the streets will never forget that that's the review that you want isn't it on the posters on the billboards garth crooks lovely stuff all right from a new band to an old band more music and football colliding um you might have seen actually recently robbie williams was made president of port vale fc uh you've got obviously elton john link to Watford and now the members of former boy band uh, Boyzone have attended Chorley FC they attended a game at the weekend uh, with expectations that they could invest in it they're in no negotiations already um, and they could soon become the face of the football club so it was two of them I don't know if you're familiar with your Boyzones but Shane and Keith and they were joined by a Westlife member called Brian McFadden uh, yes, and it was at the FA Trophy match at Chorley. Um, I, I can't say I, I love Boys Own, but I do like the fact that they could be owning a football club. And I'm waiting for the headline: Boys Own Chorley FC. Brilliant. Sell that to the Daily Star. Now, Josh, I'm very familiar with Boys Own because <laughs> Boys Own was the first ever gig I ever went to. Oh, you poor sod! Was that with your mum? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the whole family, Liverpool Echo Arena. The whole family, what an event. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we all went, I think it was around Christmas time, Liverpool Echo Arena, we watched Boyzone, I fell asleep to Bright Eyes. <laughs> and um, Brian McFadden, the former Westlife member, now I'm not sure if it's Shane or Keith from Boyzone, but Brian McFadden goes on tour with one of them as Boys Life. And in my uh, illustrious local radio career, I interviewed Boys Life on a Sunday morning. They were meant to come into the studio. They completely ditched us and just did the interview on Zoom. I'd bought them Tato Irish crisps as oh, well, oh. but those went to waste. And they claimed, oh, yeah, we, we couldn't make it, made some excuse. I came out of the studios at 2pm. Who do I see walking out of Nando's? Boys no. Life. They were over the road from the studios and they didn't come in because they thought, well, who the hell is this guy interviewing us? I interviewed them for about 25 minutes. When you were doing the Zoom, what was their backdrop? Had they put on like, you know, when you can put on like palm trees in the background or pretend you're skiing or something? Cameras off. But um, everyone wants a slice of this football pie now. Mm, it's all this sort of, it's sort of like 90s era, which is a bit weird. It's almost like... We've done the singing. I mean, these two shouldn't even be on a tour called Boys Life because that's just ridiculous. They're both men, middle-aged. <laughs> I bet they're both dads. I bet yeah, they're both but dads. West, 
West Zone doesn't West have the zone. same. West Zone sounds like a place you don't want to end up after a dodgy <laughs> night out. Um, it got me thinking, I guess with all these 90s boy bands looking to invest or pop stars, could you have, I think there's some more that make a bit more sense, Henry. S, Clubs, S Club 7 sponsoring a local seven aside, maybe Blue to invest in a club that wears blue, like the Blues Chelsea. I mean, at the moment, it can't go much further wrong with who's investing in them, could it? <laughs> um, maybe Westlife, that other band we're talking about, to invest in West Ham. And my particular mm. favourite, I think I want to bring All Saints back to collaborate with the Saints themselves, Southampton. Get the money in, get them to the Prem. West Ham need all the help they can get don't they so maybe Westlife going in there would be a good thing I tell you what it's a shame they've moved because Upton Girl would have gone down an absolute treat oh very good see this is why you are too good at the penalty shootouts (laughs) oh what a way to steamroller into this Henry look we've been doing this a few weeks now and I know you started off well Penalty shootout is where we take a theme of every week that's got some loose link to something going on in the world and we make a five-a-side team each of footballers that have similar names. We get punny with it. The votes have been in for the Dry Jan five-a-side team and it is another win for me. It's a 3-1 lead. Yes, uh, the thing is, Josh, very similar actually to when Joe McKeldry was on the (laughs) X Factor uh, I know that your family are sat at home with T-shirts with your face on yeah. saying, vote Josh. And they sit around on a Saturday night and they ring that, that vote line over and over again until Joe McKeldry, <laughs> or Josh Shreve in this case, wins. Uh, I'm not bitter at all. And I'm just glad you get such a bloody boner about winning. <laughs> Well, I love the fact, I don't know if you saw that my dad accidentally direct messaged us with just at Josh. But that's not how you vote. Well, Henry, I'm going to give you another winter break. Go rest your legs, have a stretch in Dubai, get a massage. Go fuck off. <laughs> you piss off and I'm doing this without you. Uh, last podcast, we spoke about Gary Neville getting into DJing. And um, we took our hat off to a fellow presenter and Chelsea fan, Abby McCarthy, um, for some of her DJ and football puns that she came up with and shared on TikTok. And it got us thinking... We reckon one of us can challenge her. So the rule was the winner of last week's challenges, Abby McCarthy. So she's taking on me in the DJ penalty shootout. Now, do you want to hear mine first? And then I want an honest review from you before we get to hear Abby's. Uh, Yeah. In at number one, that's the goalkeeper. Instead of David Guetta, it's David De Guetta. That's uh, superb. In defence, instead of Daft Punk, it's the Brighton man, Daft Dunk. Lewis Dunk. A player who was literally electric at the weekend, never mind being an electronic DJ, Declan Rice. I've turned him into Declan Ricep, as in bicep. (laughs) Popular DJ duo. Yeah, I like that. Going a bit more underground, instead... Of a brilliant DJ called Maya Jane Coles, 
I've gone for no prizes for guessing. Maya Joe Coles. Josh, you're alienating our older audience with that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, okay. What about this one? Something mainstream. Mainstream in player, mainstream in DJ. Instead of the chain smokers, the cane smokers. That's my team. Let's see how it fares to Abby's. Hi, Henry. Hi, Josh. Here is my footballer DJ five-a-side team. I am always up for some pun silliness. A penalty shootout, you just let me know where and we when, have. and I'm there. So let's get into it then. In goal, I've gone for Alison Wonderland. For devilish delivery, I've got Swedish Prowse Mafia. <laughs> and for this team, we are going to see the reunion of two big guns, Imane and <sighs> Salah, the wide boys. Hey? And sometimes you just need someone on your team who will do anything to win. Maybe even a little bit of cheating if necessary. And that is why I've roped in the blessed Maradona. Oh. Now to my super sub. Super what? The ultimate street baller who is going to bring some creativity and flair. DJ Eze. And you know yeah. me, I've got to rep my team always up the Chelsea. So I've gone for our big man up top, baseman Nicholas Jackson. <laughs> Let me know what you reckon. I reckon you shouldn't have super subs. I reckon That's... get those subs on the pitch because they're better than some of some of the starting <laughs> yeah. five, yeah, Abby. I'll tell you what, to be fair, Abby, you lost me at wide boys. I've had to look up who they are. <laughs> See, I I'm I'm sure they're more in, in line with our uh with our listenership. The Wide Boys are an English electronic duo known for their own song Sambuca, featuring Dennis G on vocals. Another top single, Daddy O, reached number thirty two in two thousand and eight. Bloody hell. It was a good year. It was a good year for the white boys. Yes, sorry for my voice. There you go. It's a bit of a niche one this week, but see what you think. At Halftime Sandwiches on Instagram, we want your votes. I mean, do we count Abby's vote towards your total, Henry? No, I mean, there's no point really. (laughs) If she wins, yes. If she doesn't, no. (laughs) She won't win, Josh, because as we know, you'll have the full Shreve contingent (laughs) sat on the sofa voting. 